Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And a very blessed Christmas to you as well. This morning we have the privilege of hearing the word that God wrote through his Apostle John in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So far the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. We're told that the genetic difference between chimpanzees and humans is 1.2%. At least that's what I read online. You believe everything you read online, right? That doesn't sound like very much, does it? 1.2% isn't very much. It's a very small percentage. It's a very little number. And yet that little difference makes all the difference. Even if it's only 1.2% of our genetic information, we are not chimpanzees. And the things that make us different from them are much more important than some superficial similarities like our skin and our hair. Sometimes very little things make all the difference in the world. Not much of a difference on the keyboard between C and C sharp, but you hit that C sharp at the wrong time, it can make a difference in the song, can't it? Doesn't take much to come home and tell your spouse how you appreciate them. A little thing, but it can make a big difference in their day. Sometimes little things make all the difference, and that's what we hear in our sermon text today. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. A little baby, a little town, one little night. But it makes all the difference in the world. God came down and dwelt among us. There was a, a famous uh, Christian theologian, maybe you've heard of him, Augustine. Augustine of Hippo, a northern part of Africa is where he lived, around the late 4th century. This man uh, grew up as a Greek philosopher, studying Greek philosophy. Later on, he became a Christian. When he became a Christian, he read John 1, 1 to 14, the same text we read this morning. And he said, you know, everything in John 1, 1 to 14, almost everything in there, you can find in Greek philosophy. 
And he's not wrong. Superficially, there is a lot of similarities. This idea of the logos, the word that became flesh, that's, that's talked about uh, long before Christ came in, in Greek philosophy. This word that has an effect on the world, the, the word in action, it's really hard to translate logos properly into the English. It, it's not just a word, but it's the idea, the ideal, the thought, uh, bringing action into the world. That's, that's talked about in Greek philosophy. And, and the Apostle John purposely used the language of Greek philosophy to, to draw the Greek philosophers into the truth of Christ. There is a lot of similarities, but, a lot of similarities, but, he said, until you get to verse 14. That is different. That's not in Greek philosophy. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's one little line out of 14, but it makes all the difference. The Greek philosophers, the modern philosophers, they can talk about hope and joy and love. They can talk about the ideal and what might be and what can be. But we know not abstract ideas. We know the, the concrete truth, the God who is not up there but became flesh, whom Mary held in her arms and the, and the angels came and worshipped I'm sorry, the shepherds came and worshipped. The, the angels worshipped him too, but I'm sorry about the shepherds. And the apostles saw and witnessed his glory. Greek philosophers, modern philosophers, can, around Christmas time they can talk about light and truth and love, but we know that God became flesh and dwelt among us, and that makes all the difference. The incarnation, that truth, that, that Jesus became flesh, that God became flesh, that makes all the difference for our celebrations today, doesn't it? It's why we rejoice this morning. Galatians 4.4, 4, if you have your Bibles, you can look it up. Galatians 4.4. 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law. Yesterday morning I was <clears throat> making soup. Now it seems like it was a week ago, but it was actually just yesterday morning. Yesterday morning I was, I was making soup, and my first thought was, okay, well, I could just, you know, instead of making it in the pot on the stove and going through all these, I just throw everything in the crock pot and turn it on and leave it, and it'll be ready by tonight. So I almost did that, except at the last minute, literally I was pouring the milk, and I realized, wait a minute, you've got to melt butter in the skillet and stir in the flour, whisk in the flour first, so you get that nice brisk paste, right? And then pour the, the broth in slowly. You can't just throw the flour and butter in the crock pot. You gotta whisk it together. It's a little thing, but it makes a big difference in how the soup turns out. Little things can make a big difference. Just so God, Galatians tells us, God, when he knew the time was right, sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. And that's what we celebrate today on Christmas. Some people might say, oh, <clears throat> Christmas, that's just another winter solstice celebration. Just like, like all the other religions, all the other pagan religions, a lot of people celebrate around the solstice time. This is just the, the Christian version of that. It's not that, that big of a deal, not that different. It's not a solstice celebration, is it? Today's the 25th, or four days late. But even if it was, even if it was on the solstice, even if every single thing we did today was exactly the same as a pagan solstice celebration, all of our traditions, 
We're not celebrating the fact that it's the shortest day of the year. We're not celebrating the fact that soon the sun is going to, the days are going to start getting longer. We're celebrating that God became flesh and dwelt among us. So even if everything else was the same, that makes it different. If we were only, if it was only about the lights and the presents and the eggnog and the stolen, if that, if that were all it was about, then it would be a day to celebrate and then go on with our lives and have no more effect on our lives. It'd be over and done with. It's not about that, is it? It's about the fact that God dwelt with us and still dwells with us so that Christmas doesn't end today or tomorrow or on the 12th day of Christmas continues with us throughout the year because God still dwells with us that's what makes it different the incarnation makes all the difference for our celebration today it makes all the difference for the law and the commandments Romans chapter 8 verse 2 Paul reminds us for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free has set you free from the law of sin and of death. A couple weeks ago in Bible class, we were talking about listening and communicating, especially uh, in your marriage with your spouse. And a lot of the things we talked about in Bible class, you know, you could, you could go online and read articles. You could go online and watch YouTube videos about how to listen better and, and get a lot of the same stuff. You could go to, go to a seminar and get a lot of the same stuff. What makes our Bible class different? We know that God, that Jesus dwells with us. That's what makes it different. Because it doesn't matter whether we talk about it in Bible class or whether you read a book, how to communicate with your partner more effectively, or, or go to a seminar, what's going to happen? Most of the time, you're going to go home, try for a couple days to do a little bit better, and then after a week or two, forget about it and go right back to your normal not listening, right? Almost every time. Whether it's in Bible class or whether it's a seminar. But, here, we know that God dwells with us. So even after we forget, even after we go back to that, that sinful dynamic of not listening and interrupting one another, we still have Jesus who binds us together in our marriages and in our family and in our lives, who forgives our sins who calls us to righteousness through his spirit. The Ten Commandments, the law that we find in Scripture, is not that different from the law that you find in all other religions or in modern philosophy. Right? Love one another, do good things, don't do bad things, don't commit adultery, don't commit murder. These aren't amazing revelations, right? We know that from little on. Okay, don't commit murder, obviously. The law that's in Scripture, when viewed through our human flesh, viewed without the Spirit, is not that different. But what makes the difference is the God who dwells with us and changes that law. That's, that's what we just heard in Romans. He changes that law from something you must do to something that Jesus did for you. He the God who became flesh and dwelt among us changes it from a to-do list to a wish list. Think about that. 
Think about the difference between a to-do list and a wish list. A to-do list, I have to get this done. If I don't get it done, I have to stay up late and get a headache and stress out because it's got to get done today. That's a to-do list. A wish list is, yeah, it would be nice to have this or that. But if I don't get everything on my Christmas wish list, it's okay. The law is no longer that absolute command, you must do this or you will die, is it? Now instead it's that, well, I would like to do that. I would like to be a better spouse. I would, would like to, to be more in control of my anger. I would, I would like to communicate better. But when I fail, God became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is still with us. He forgives our sins. He gives us his Holy Spirit to help us do better. That one truth, that incarnation, that God who dwelt among us, that fact that Jesus was born makes all the difference. Sometimes, whether you're a Christian or an unbeliever, sometimes <clears throat> you find yourself alone on Christmas. Maybe you don't have any family, Maybe you can't travel to visit your family. You're there alone on Christmas. That happens to, to believers and unbelievers. But we know that God is with us. That makes a difference. Sometimes, whether you're a believer or an unbeliever, you do gather together. You get the whole family together and you're excited. We're having a family gathering some of our brothers and sisters, our uncles, our cousins that we haven't seen in a while, are, 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 we're going to see them again. It's going to be great. You're excited. But then <clears throat> it ends in argument and fighting. You're like, oh, I'm so excited and now this is the end. That happens to believers and unbelievers. But we know that even when we fall into that kind of sin, God dwells with us, binding us together by his love, granting us the peace of his forgiveness. Sometimes, unbeliever or Christian, we both <clears throat> fail on Christmas, making it all about the presence, making it all about me and what I get, instead of remembering that that's not what it's about, that it's about each other and about Christ. But again, we know even when we fail, Jesus dwells with us and washes away our sin. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us and still dwells with us. That's what we celebrate today. And that's what makes a difference today and throughout our lives. Amen.